0: Welcome back to the Trust Your Gut podcast. I am your host Drew DeVitt, and with me are both of my favorite two people on the planet, Luke Beer and Sterling Carroll. How we doing, boys? We are so back. Very excited for March. Watch this. March, baby. Let's get it's it Madness going. Madness. Welcome to the Welcome to the March Madness Bracket Special. Uh, we. Just finished our viewing of the of Bracketology on Sunday. The Devils are dancing, baby. Our only water making it in. Hopefully they uh, get a dub against Nevada on Wednesday and uh, have have that matchup with TCU. But uh, it's it's March, and it's Luke Spears' time of the year, and I'm excited for you, dude.
1: Um, To put it quite simply, uh, this whole entire month arouses me. There is so much beautiful basketball being played. There is so much happening. There's so many games to watch. So little time to do it. I'm going to pass out. This is about looking to be one of the best brackets and best tournaments we've had in a long time. There's no clear, distinctive favorite. I mean, this is going to be a shit show of the next three weeks, and I am looking forward to every second of it.
0: I mean, you've been preaching it all year. This year has kind of all been about parody in college basketball. And the the national championship definitely reflects that. It is very wide open. Uh, not a lot of blue blood, bloods in it, and you love to see it. It makes for a good uh, good time, and a lot of upsets afoot for March and buzzer beaters aplenty. So I'm I'm very excited. Absolutely. Well, uh, I would since you are. Our college basketball analyst. I kind of want to know your thoughts on the overall seedings. Yeah, did you think that the, uh, the committee got it right? Uh, is Bama deserving of that number one overall seed, and and should have Purdue really been a one, or you know maybe Texas have sn- snuck in after that crushing of Kansas? Like, what do you think?
1: Um. Okay. So for those who aren't following March Madness too religiously, top uh top seeds in each division or in each region, we got Houston, Purdue um shit i'm blanking alabama yeah. and kansas correct um i believe kansas is the third like if you go list all the teams from one to 68 kansas is three alabama's one and then mm-hmm. i think houston's two uh so then throw purdue at four correct. um bama is definitely deserving i think they've been playing consistently well in a consistently dominant game but, I mean, you can't have a perfect season. They've had their mess-ups, and the SEC is a tough division. Um, so I think they were deserving of that. I would have put Kansas at two instead of Houston. Um, Kansas had the toughest strength of schedule amongst most power power conference teams this year. Um, and they played well. Uh, I mean, we've talked about this kid before, Grady Dick. Dude's a stud. Um, and I think Kansas is poised to make a deep run. Um, and then, yeah, Purdue in the bottom, they snuck in. I mean, it's Zach, Eddy the whole way that's really bringing them to this position. Big 12 already a tough, tough uh, division to play in. Um, and I mean, so any of these Big Ten teams that are in the tournament are always going to be tricky to pick because... Big 10 teams always play poorly against each other. It's really weird, and it's just such a toss-up to conference in itself. Um, so, Purdue is kind of tricky to watch. Um, but, you know, they play the winner of Texas Southern and Fairleigh Dickinson. And then they, if they win that game, they play the winner of Memphis and FAU, which is going to be a really cool matchup, I think, for a round of 32. Both those teams are coming in really hot. Memphis uh, beat the shit out of Houston in their, in their conference final. Um, Houston's coming in struggling, so that's worth a look at. Um, I mean, the only number one seed that's not coming in struggling is Bama. So, like I said, it's all just... Who knows, man? It's a toss-up. But I think the number one seeds are about right. I just think Kansas needs a little more credit than they deserve.
0: That's fair. Uh, that's, you know, slim picking, so... As long, uh, as long as the committee seemed to have gotten it right in your eyes, it's good to hear. Uh, what are your thoughts on last four in, first four out? Uh, you think that the committee got it right? Should Clemson have snuck in? Should Vanderbilt have been a little bit higher? Like, what do you think?
1: Um, First and foremost, uh, the fact that our own modern Sun Devils were the 68th team to make that absolute final. That was beautiful and somewhat of a stressor yesterday, so that'll be nice. Um or they were sixty seventh, I think. I think Nevada was sixty-eight. Um, Nevada limped into this tournament. I'm honestly surprised they got got a spot. I thought Clemson had a better record. Their quarter one wins were or the quartile wins, whatever it was, they had they were better in it. Vanderbilt was better than it. You could even make a case for Rutgers. I mean, there were those first four out were tough choices. Um, but I think there were a lot of teams you could have thrown in over Nevada. I'm Nevada has not really impressed me this year. Um, I always thought Clemson did decent. They had some good wins at home, good wins on the road. Vanderbilt had a surprisingly good season. Um, I don't know. I It's always tough doing that last four in, first four out. Um, but I think they got it relatively right. I just think Nevada was a crazy choice for that last team in. Um, I'm not sure what the determining factor was there. I think, like I said, Clemson, Vanderbilt, and Rutgers, you could all make a really good argument for those three. Uh, In fact, I saw a guy on Rutgers Reddit, someone posted a picture on Twitter that they wanted to sue the NCAA and postpone the tournament until they figured out a way to get Rutgers in the tournament. So that just tells you how pitiful Rutgers is, so I guess maybe we dodged a bullet with them. But nonetheless, Clemson and Vanderbilt, I think definitely could have made an argument. Um, Nevada, I'm surprised. And, I mean, regarding Nevada, too, The Sun Devils come in as a one and a half point favorite minus 120 money line against Nevada on a neutral court in Dayton, Ohio on Wednesday night. Um, I don't know what the hell that line's about. Nevada's got injuries. They're not playing well. Um, This might just be public reaction from the Sun Devils getting blown out in the Pac-12 tourney, which is what I'm going to assume it's going to be because there's... I I wouldn't be surprised if it was a close win for the Sun Devils. I would be surprised if they lost or got blown out. I don't think Nevada can do it. I think Bobby's going to have the boys ready. Um, I think it's just a wild. I Again, I just, I'm not really sure why Nevada is in this tournament in the first place, but maybe they'll prove me wrong on Wednesday.
2: Yeah, I would agree totally... too. Oh it. no, I would agree too. Um, but I did want to revert to one of the other first four teams in, one of them being Texas Southern. Uh, I actually have a some one of the guys who plays for the team. He used to go to high school with me. Um, kind of rooting for Texas Southern. But, um, yeah, this this guy's name is Zay Marine. Um, look out for him. He's like a power forward, small forward. I don't know. But they, they look to be doing some damage. I mean, they play Purdue if they beat, um, who is it? one of those schools i can't pronounce or it's like something dickerson oh yeah fairly dickinson is who they play dickinson yeah yeah yeah. so that'll be interesting i mean i think they can take those guys out um playing purdue yeah i don't know i i, I going back to what you were saying in the beginning to beer, um purdue i'm not sure what to think of them outside of zach Eddy. um it's just kind of one of those things where if he's if he's struggling, then the the entire team's kind of following right behind. Um yeah, really curious to know to see how that plays out. Um, uh, but yeah, Debbie, sorry to get off topic there, but I want to see what you have to say about the Sun Devils and how they match up here.
0: Um I was just gonna uh throw in the fact that I was I also think that it's a little strange that they are a one and a half point uh favorite. Considering that how like decent they played in in the Pac-12 tournament, I mean, I understand that it could be a public reaction to them getting kind of blown out by U of A, but it was also a four point game with uh with ten minutes left uh, in the game. It was very competitive the entire time, and they also had a great win against USC, which pretty much secured their spot in the tournament. Um, I don't think the Mountain West is as good as a lot of people think think it is, so I kind of expect the Devils to uh to win that game. Uh, obviously we are biased, you know, it's our alma mater. Uh, we'll be rooting for him heavy on Wednesday, but, uh, I just kind of expect the devils to actually, you know, win this game. And I honestly think they, they can beat TCU in that, in that matchup in the first round as well, but we'll get to that when we, uh, when we go, uh, region by region.
1: Um, one thing to your credit debit, uh, I will say. A lot of regions get shit on for their March Madness performance, um, but one that really flies under the radar, like you said, is the Mountain West Conference. Um, Not really any stellar teams come out of there. I mean, San Diego State won the tournament as expected because they've been ranked all season. Um, We got Boise State coming out of there, Nevada. Last year they had, I think, five or six teams make the tournament, maybe three or four. I don't know, but it was multiple teams. I don't think they've won a single NCAA tournament game in like two or three years. Mountain West just cannot perform in March Madness. So take that into consideration. Yeah,
0: yeah I, I did read today that a Mountain West team hasn't won a, a an NCAA game in the tournament in two years. Uh, they have four teams in the tournament this year. Uh, Nevada, Boise State, San Diego State, and Utah State. Um, I do think that, uh, uh, that they'll perform a little bit better this year. Um, the top of the Mountain West, solid, but it's just not really a incredibly deep conference. Um, I do love San Diego State. Shout out, Lil Bro. But um, that's kind of it. Uh, I'm not too into Boise State, um, and I don't love Utah State either. But I do think, right as of right now, we're, uh, I'm still tinkering with my back bracket. Uh, I think I have them winning in the first game, but who knows? Uh, we'll go region by region, and maybe you'll talk me out of it once we uh, talk individual matchups. Um, we'll see what happens. It'll be if, interesting. Right. Uh, before we dive into individual regions, um, I kind of wanted uh, to ask uh, if you have, if in your mind, if there's a specific region to you that kind of jumps out in the strength, um, do you think some are, uh, which one's like the weakest of the bunch? Because I think that there's obviously a super strong uh, region in my eyes, and one that's very weak, um, where I've been kind of picking most of my upsets. In, in this weaker one? Uh, do you have an opinion?
1: Um, for me, right off the jump, I think the region that could cause the most chaos, just right out the gate, is going to be the south region. Um, I think that there's really? a lot of potential upsets. Um, I definitely could see... I mean, just... I could see Utah State beating Missouri. I could see UCSB potentially with a massive upset on Baylor. I could see... Furman potentially that's coming insane. in and keeping it close with Virginia. Um, Charleston has been shooting the lights out. They're one of the top three point shooting teams, uh, in terms of make percentage in the country. Um, I mean, Maryland and West Virginia, that's a pick them. So that could go either way. Um, I mean, there's not really a whole lot going on with this region in terms of strength, but I think in terms of potential, like just pure chaos, I think that they are a very strong contender. Um, in terms of a really strong region, I personally think the East has a lot of potential to have something good come out of there. Um, I mean, Memphis and FAU are both great Duke. I will say one thing about Duke. I think Duke is highly, highly underrated coming into this tournament. They're coming in hot. They're playing well. They finished the season real well. They're set when they have their full roster healthy this season, they were 17 and one. They're really good. They're, in a, in the tournament, they are the tallest team to be fielded in the tournament, on average. Um I mean, right now, I have in my bracket, I have Duke making an elite eight run at the minimum. I think that they could really push. I think that they could potentially get an upset on Duke on ten Tennessee and Purdue. Um, I really like this Duke team. Uh, Kentucky's been playing well. Um. We'll talk more about individual matchups, but I think there's a lot of potential for strength out of the East. Um, Midwest and West regions, I think are we can pretty much expect how those are going to go. But those two regions, I think, are really interesting, the South and the East.
0: That's, that's very interesting to me, because I actually think that the East is the weakest of the four. Uh, in my eyes, I... I really think Purdue is a volatile one. Uh, I think that they were the the fourth one seed for a reason. I personally think that Texas probably should I have agree. snuck in as a one instead of them. Um, I think uh, I think Marquette, even though that they are the number one offense in uh, in the country, I think that they're also volatile as a two. Uh, Tennessee has struggled down the stretch, and I don't love that for a playoff run uh, for them. And uh, who was a fourth seed uh, in the East? Um, Oh, Tennessee was the four seed. Um, Uh, The three seed was... Kansas Kansas State. State. Kansas State. Also think that uh, that they weren't the strongest of the three seeds. I think that they were overseeded as well. So personally, I I can't wait to talk about that one. Yeah, well, we'll we'll get into it. But I think the East personally was a little bit weak. And I think the the strongest of the four was personally the West. I love the top four uh, four seeds in the West. And we'll get into that too. But um, I'm just very interested. I was very confused how uh, they did the seating with how loaded the west was in my eyes um, but do we want to start on a specific uh, region in your and talk individual games um before we hop into a region mm-hmm. I have
1: um, some honorable mention picks and then I'm gonna throw out some first four picks just before we get going here um, sounds great these are just Flyer props, uh, futures for the tournament based on value and based on what I thought was their easiest path to get to these places. Um, So on DraftKings, we had a beautiful little special for there to be a buzzer beater anytime in the tournament at plus 100. That's even money, so go pick that up. And if you're really ambitious, you can do buzzer beater in a certain round of the tournament or during a certain half of a round. So that's fun. Um, I currently have one, two, three, four, five picks for potential sweet 16 bids um and those are xavier indiana virginia duke and kentucky all those are plus 105 or higher um i like those based on their paths to the tournament based on them having to win a first round and then the round of 32 so those are fun if you're looking for those um i was gonna get a little bold and say marquette to reach the elite eight at 195 um I don't hate Shaka Smart and the boys coming into this, but I do agree with you, Devitt, that they are volatile coming in. So I don't know. I like the way they closed out the season, they've been playing well, won their first big East Tourney title in conference in team history. Um it's iffy, but do with that information what you will. I just like those off the initial uh look see here. But we will I'll tweet out the or TYG will tweet out official picks as we go along here um, into the tournament. Uh, but first four leans, I was looking at a couple matchups. Uh, first one I was looking at was uh, Texas A&M Corpus Christi versus, versus Southeast Missouri State. Um, I don't know what the hell either of these teams are. I remember Texas A&M Corpus Christi being in the first four last year and losing just at the end to... Texas Southern, who is once again in a first four game. Um, I originally took Corpus Christi at four. They're now at three and a half on the spread. I like Corpus Christi's experience here. Um, Southeast Missouri has shown up here for the first time ever. It's tough. So I take a look at them, three and a half. Um, The other one tomorrow is Pitt versus Mississippi State. I think this is going to be a great game. but I kinda like Pitt here at two plus two and a half, a little bit of a dog, but I think they're gonna keep it close. I think that they had a better stretch to go for the end of the season there. Um not a whole lot with it, but I get I had them at two. Now they're down to two and a half, so that's I'd take Pitt in that situation. Um no brainer, ASU money line versus Nevada. I don't understand it. Doesn't make sense to me. Um that is currently at minus one thirty. If you want to take the minus two, go nuts. But I can see the Sun Devils win by one and making me almost shit my pants watch that game. So, again, do with that what you will. Uh, and then back to Sterling's uh, sweet boys of Texas Southern. Uh, Fairly Dickinson uh, made their conference tournament, but were an automatic qualifier because the team they were playing against is in a D1 transition. So they were not eligible to make the tourney, even if they won their conference championship. Uh, Farley Dickinson got smacked in the mouth in that game. Um, so I don't understand why Texas Southern's only a two point favor here. They have the experience. they've been good. they had a good end of the season. They're one of ASU's uh, ASU's losses early on in the season. Um, and you can get them at minus two or minus one thirty on money line. Um, Texas Southern and ASU are my two favorite picks here easily. Um, I don't really understand why these are so close. I think Farley Fairleigh Dickinson has no reason to be here. They got here because they got lucky. Um, Nevada came in limping. SEMO, I mean, Southeast Missouri, like, I don't I don't understand that shit at all. I'm going with the experience there. Pitt and Mississippi State's the only uh, interesting one. But those are the first four look-sees for uh, Tuesdays and
2: tomorrows and Wednesdays games. Yeah, I'm very sounds I'm very good. Curious to see how that Mississippi State, that Mississippi State and Pitt game goes. Definitely tuning into that one. That one's that was going to be very, very interesting.
0: Sweet. Ah, uh, so do we want to start now with uh, the the number one overall in their bracket? Let's ride. Sweet. So let's start in the South region. Ah, uh, Barry, you said you uh, you like this region a lot. Uh, first off, who do you have coming out of it?
1: Bama. I really tried to find another angle to take not Bama, but they're coming in hot. They're playing well. They're playing complete. I mean, I am looking for an angle to get something here. I don't think U of A's got the firepower to get deep in the tourney past, at least past Bama. Um, it was, it was, for me, it's no brainer Bama, but that's what scares me the most, but I don't really see much else of a contender coming out of here.
0: Sterling, who do you have?
2: I'm right with beer. I got Bama, looking way too good right now, or just throughout the tournament to to fall short. Um, their matchups are not the not the easiest, but definitely doable, winnable. Um, I can definitely see them being in the uh, in the championship.
0: I totally agree. I think that they have the most firepower in that region by a mile um, and they are the number one overall for a reason. Uh, I have them in my in my finals uh, matchup right now um, and I think that they have a pretty easy path um, I think Bama goes all the way. Uh, do you have any uh, any standouts in in this region though?
1: Um, I mean, it's pretty much all I expected. Uh, I like Creighton a lot. I think Creighton's definitely a watch to make a little bit of a deep run here. Uh, I've got them currently beating NC state. And then I've got them with the upset on Baylor in the second round. Um, I, Baylor's kind of had a tough last end of the last half of the season. Creighton's coming in hot. Um, I even might go so far as to pick them upsetting U of A in the Sweet Sixteen. Um, I
0: I do have them upsetting U of
1: A. I could see it happening. Um, like I said, Creighton's been on fire and all cylinders. U of A came in hot. They bear. I will also add U of A won the uh, Pac twelve championship off of uh, from a banged up UCLA team that's been really good all season. Just lost their star freshman. Um. I don't, I don't, I still don't buy the U of A hype. They lost to Stanford um, in the regular season, almost lost to him again in the tournament. Like I said, I don't know. I, I really like Clay, Creighton as a sleeper pick, though, in this region, for sure.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I have uh, Creighton in my Elite Eight uh, upsetting U of A as well um, and Baylor. I think Baylor's a little bit overrated. I don't think they play enough defense. Um, and Creighton has uh, definitely ended the season on quite the hot run. I think that they have a sustainable outcome. Uh to be that team that they were ranked in the preseason. I believe they're preseason ranked ten. Had a rough start to the year, but has finished very strong. Um I love those Creighton Blue Jays. I think that they'll give Bama a run for their money, but I don't think that they'll have enough for Bama. But I do think that they can beat Baylor and U of a
1: Birds will be chirping.
0: Stone you have any uh any uh Particular teams you like in the in the South Region?
2: No, I'm really I'm really looking for somebody that stands out and could be a a lower seed to stand out. And I really don't have anybody. Um, it's a lot of the top picks for me. But uh, if I see anything, if I see any team giving Arizona some struggle time early on, it's probably going to be Mizzou taking off Utah State in the first round. Um, I can see that game going down to the wire. And just for no reason, because U of A loves to fold in March Madness, um, it's just a silly prediction I have. It's not really there's no real uh, stats to back that up.
0: Totally fair. I mean, um, it's it's March Madness. Like you you can you can pick anything at this point and be better than experts. Um, you can have Chat GPT fill out a bracket and be better than me in any regard. Uh, I mean, hell. Uh, mascots even can play into it. It does. It doesn't matter. It's March Madness. So I mean, if you have if you have a hunch, go with it, man.
1: I will say in Sterling's, I personally have Utah State with the upset I against too. Mizzou first round.
0: Man, we're on, I, we're I, on the same wavelength here. I, I have I have Utah State winning too.
1: I mean, granted, Utah State is zero two versus top twenty five, and Mizzou's played ten of them and they're six and four on the season. Um it is not to be ignored that the basketball power index has Utah State being seventeen spots higher than Mizzou. Um and also granted they play in different conferences and obviously the sec is a lot more difficult than
0: um Yes it is. Than the Mountain West.
1: Yeah, uh, SEC is more difficult than Mountain West. Uh but Mizzou's had its moments. It had a good start to the beginning of the season, kind of uh, plateaued in the second half. Utah State's coming in hot. Um, I mean, if Utah State's shooting like they did at the end of the season, uh, keeping Mizzou on their toes, I like that. I really like that matchup for them. Um, and also, not to be ignored, Utah State is the betting favorite against Mizzou.
0: Really? As well
1: as Basketball Power Index favorite. Utah is currently minus two on the spread against Mizzou. So take all that into account. Um, But it might be easier said than done. Uh, Also to be noted, this game will be played in Sacramento. Um, So maybe the Mormons make the bus trip over for this one. And uh, the Hicks of the Ozarks might uh, just post up at home and watch this one. So this might be a little bit of a home court advantage there for the Utah state. I don't even know what the mascot is. What the hell are they?
0: I think they're the, are, are they the Utes? Oh, no. Sorry. Aggies. That's actually Utah. Gosh.
2: Yeah, they're the Aggies. There you go. Wait, 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 wait. So do you guys also have SDSU winning their game too?
0: I do. I have SDSU winning. So you're, I currently round. have
2: San Diego State winning. So you're telling me two Mountain West teams are going to win first round. Well, I this don't is think a hell of a year win. for them to be I making those, a turnaround. Yeah.
0: I think these two win. Okay. I don't I, I have very little faith in Boise, but we'll get to that too.
2: Okay. Fair.
0: So in my uh first round in the in the in the south, I have Bama winning, Maryland beating uh West Virginia. I think that game's going to be awesome, by the way. I love the 8-9 matchups this year. I think that uh the 8-9s are going to be sick, All of them are good. But I think Ma- I think Maryland's going to uh get a paw to win uh SDSU. I think uh uh, takes on uh, Charleston, even though they shoot it very well from three. Um, Virginia, I, I don't think that there is a world where Virginia loses, but who knows that they can they can go cold from the field. Um, I have Creighton winning, uh, Baylor winning in a tight game against UCSB. Those those <laughs> those Gauchos can shoot it, man. So uh, those, those Baylor Gauchos Bears are gonna be tested early and often. Out. They can shoot, man. So, uh, if if you're if you're feeling uh, a little crazy and want to take a 14 seed uh, upset this year, I would definitely consider the the Gauchos. Um, but I have Baylor winning, Utah State winning, and Zona winning in the first round.
1: I like it. Bama Creighton Eight. Um, I'm pretty much the same. Yeah, I got Bama Creighton Elite Eight. I've got Maryland beating West Virginia in a close one. I've got now the Virginia Furman game has been interesting to me because Virginia is currently sitting at minus four on the spread. Um, hmm. Vegas knows something here thinking this is going to be a close game of some sort. I'm not really sure. Oh, now it's at five and a half. Um, I was going through making my picks, um, for all the games, betting picks. I did not pick this game because it scared me too much. I didn't understand the spread. Uh, going to beat NC state for sure. Uh, again, Baylor beating UCSB in a close, close game. Um, I need to see if, oh, I did not pick that one, but that's got USCSB down to plus 11. So that might be worth a sprink, a little sprinky for sure. Um, I got Utah state with the upset U of a smack in Princeton. Um, Right now, U of A sitting at fourteen and a half, and I just might lay that. I think that Princeton got into the tournament luckily through a hell of an Ivy League tourney run. Yeah, but totally agree. Not really much of anything, but yeah, Bama Creighton in the Elite Eight.
0: Sweet. We're kind of on the same page in that in that in that division, so good to hear. Sterling, do you have any objections? Is that kind of how, you're, uh, how you're how uh, you're planning, or no?
2: Yeah, I'm just not too sold on Creighton this year. I, I, it sounds crazy, but I'm just not. They just seem kind of like, a, uh, it doesn't fit. I think Arizona is elite eight bound with Bama in this uh, <clears throat> in the South here, but you you never know. Arizona somehow, like I said earlier, seems to fold in in March, so. Very well could be Creighton. Let us respect to you guys for picking Let me. us not forget. Let us not forget uh U of A's
1: first round exit to Buffalo during the DeAndre Ayton yep. era.
0: And uh who who was the uh the other guy, their point guard that year? Uh was it Burks? Uh, that was a great team. Uh but that that loss in the first round was atrocious.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He was bad. really bad. I think that was the year uh like I think majority of brackets were U of A, because they were just heavy, so favored. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I think I, I might have had them winning it all that year, like, to be honest. That team was nuts, but early, early losses in the tournament. Very bad. Was, that was a rough year for the Pac-12 in the tournament.
1: Extremely rough.
0: Uh, I'm ready to move on to the Midwest if you guys are.
1: Let's do it. The Midwest. Oh, yeah. Let's get down Sweet. and dirty here.
0: Yeah, who do you have coming out of the Midwest?
1: Um, I got Texas winning the Midwest. I, I do got too. a Houston-Texas matchup in the Elite Eight. Um, Great. I think houston's gonna make a hell of a run but those boys play in a pretty weak division weak conference um i mean 31 and 3 is still crazy impressive um but let's not forget that memphis just smacked the shit out of them by 20 plus in the conference championship they're kind of scrambling um i think I mean, I they play Northern Kentucky, then the winner of Iowa and Auburn, which I think is a pretty easy run for them to get to the Sweet 16. Uh, but then they're going to meet, for what I predict, a very feisty Indiana Hoosiers team, um, and if a team that if they can play col- collective ball, I think they can do it. Um, but again, Texas, I, I they have a tough route too because they. I'm predicting a Texas and a Texas A&M second round which is going to be a banger of a matchup if that happens. Um yeah, but I don't I don't see Houston pulling this one out. I think Texas is coming in at the right time, really hot hand. Houston's struggling. I think Houston will get it together, but this Texas team keeps their momentum going. They can make it to the title game.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on the on the Texas train. I'm all aboard the bandwagon um it really makes me upset that they they were put in this midwest bracket. Uh, I really wish that they were a 1 seed uh in that uh in that east instead of Purdue because I uh, I really think Houston sh- uh, should be a final four team cuz they remind me a lot it, like their feel it reminds me a lot of that Baylor squad that everyone kind of started to ditch uh, come the tournament time but they were the best team all year when Illinois had won the big uh, Big uh, 10 and that they were just hot at that time. So I feel like that's a, kind of a similarity. Um, but Texas looks so, so good against Kansas. They just bullied them. Just They're straight bully hot. ball. They're so good. I, I do think that they make the Final Four, and I personally have them as my champion right now. Um, this is still subject to change. I feel good about my, who I have in the Final Four at the moment. Um, but we're, we're still tinkering. Um, but I, I do think Texas makes it. Always. Um, I also think this Midwest bracket has the strongest 13 and 14 seeds. Um, I feel really bad for your Indiana Hoosiers because Kent State's a really tough draw. I think Kent State wins this matchup. And I also think um, that the Kennesaw State uh, uh, beats Xavier. <laughs> Wow! Um, No, definitely the Hoosiers are on
1: upset watch. Um, I personally, I got Xavier in the Sweet 16 here. I like them coming into this. Uh, Kennesaw State's a really tough draw for them too. I have
0: Kennesaw State in the Sweet Um, 16 at the moment. I think they're good.
1: Wow! Oh, you—that's. Yeah, I mean Kennesaw State right now is sitting at 11 and a half. Xavier. Um. The Hoosiers are sitting minus four and a half against Kent State. Um, I like the Hoosiers, but I really do think they're vulnerable. Um, If Kennesaw State's able to shut down Trace Jackson Davis and uh, that freshman point guard who's been really good for them, they could easily win this game. Um, I personally like Indiana. Right now I've got them Sweet 16. I think if they can, I'm really hoping they can put together some good ball here. Uh, but Miami's a tough draw too, right there. Um,
0: Miami's good. It, it'll Um,
1: be, it'll be a tough road for them, but I think they can make a little run, but Kent state's a real tough draw. That's a good mid major coming in and coming in hot too.
0: I want to, I want to preface this take by, uh, by saying no one has ever had a perfect bracket. So whatever I say is more than likely wrong. Uh, but I wanted to look at. Uh, I wanted to use some basic strategy and have my uh, Midwest bracket be one of the uh, one of the brackets where I had a double digit seed make the Sweet Sixteen okay. because there is at least one uh, in the last ten years to make it. Um, and I was looking at it. I really do think that Kent State and Kennesaw State are the best thirteen and fourteen seeds, um, and I think they have uh, probably the best odds to make a Sweet Sixteen. Um, I was. Uh, uh, I just decided to choose uh Kennesaw State over Iowa State. I think that they have uh, they have a better matchup um to make the Sweet Sixteen over Kent State in Miami because I think Miami's that good. Um and then that'll be a tough game with uh with Houston and Miami. But that's just kinda how I'm looking at it right now. Um some upsets early and uh and the sweet sixteen looking as a a one two five and fourteen. So that's kind of how I'm looking at this bracket. I think that uh, this is the one where a double-digit seed's going to make it in. Um, and so I'm rocking with Kennesaw State.
2: Okay. Very, very valid. Um, a lot like you, David, I have Texas being my champion this year. It also is subject to change, but I think they've proved themselves all year long to not be in this position. Um, I did want to touch really quick on the Miami Drake game. Um, We see, we see this stat every single year, but since 2012, five seeds are 21 and 19 versus 12 seeds straight up. um, I, that goes a little bit. uh, This is, if I'm going to pick one 12 and five game, I think Drake is able to pull off an upset, an upset here and just destroy so many brackets. It's just going to take down. So many there. Um, don't want to pass up that opportunity. They uh, With Miami being very good too, um, I think that Drake can match up very well um, in, in some instances. Uh, but I did want to touch on Indiana as well for you, Mr. Beer. I do have them in the Sweet 16 playing Houston. Um, I would hope that Indiana can pull something out and take Houston off. I'm not big fans. I'm not a big fan of Houston this year. Um they have been struggling. I can I just don't really see a turnaround for them. Uh I would ho- I would hope to see something close, but I don't know. I'm just not I'm they're just one of my uh low-level teams here. But I do have Texas winning this one in the Midwest and would love to see a Texas A&M Texas game. Um although that Texas A&M Penn State game in the first round is gonna be very close. I would definitely look at that spread there and see if you can take a Penn State plus let's say four and a half. I don't know where it sits right now, but it would uh it would definitely be something to look at there.
1: Um well I can find out for you real quick. Penn State's sitting at plus three, so this will be a good one. Um, but back to your Drake and Miami matchup. This was one of my big five star look for potential upsets. Uh, Drake's currently sitting at plus two on the spread. Um, Damn. Miami lost their star big man, um, in the semifinal against Duke when they lost. So he is very much questionable for this first round, um, and in my notes here, I have that, yes, their big man's hurt, so make sure to check um, on his status before everything gets cemented. Um, and Miami's already a guard-heavy team, um, and Drake is a much taller team on average compared to Miami. Their guards are much taller compared to uh, Miami's entire team. Um, so my, Drake's guards should not have trouble shooting over them, rebounding over them. Um and against a guard heavy team they should be able to exploit that as long as they can stop fast break defense or fast break offense. Um, but two and a half. Definitely, definitely an upset watch. Uh, for that five versus twelve, I think Drake's a good choice to at least make the round of thirty-two.
0: I could see it. I, I was when I was just applying my strategy though, I just couldn't. Possibly have a 13, 14, and 12 winning in the same bracket. Um, just didn't feel right. Um, I think Miami's good. Um, I think that they they have the ability to win two games in the tournament. Um, so I'm going to safely pick them over Drake because I also, a uh, little flash forward, I have two 12 seeds winning um, coming up here. So um, I, I just don't, I just don't oh. think Drake's the one to do it. Um, who knows god's plan god's plan
2: <laughs> god's plan uh
0: any other matchups in that in that region that you guys wanted to uh uh shout out that you're excited for or is that about it
1: um like you were saying earlier Debbie, that sweet little 8-9 matchup Iowa Auburn going to be a banger um i don't my official pick for that is go for it Really? No, I i I don't even know if it'll be a bang or not, but I mean, it's I'm taking Auburn to win that game. Um, Me too. One big factor in that is this game's going to be played in Birmingham, Alabama. This is a home game for Auburn. They're, they've been playing well. Iowa's been meh. I mean, the Big Ten's always a gamble. So I think Auburn's also favored on the money line. So, eight, nine seed upset, not really. But this will, I think Auburn wins this game. I, but I'm excited I to watch it. I think it'll be good.
0: I'd I, be very I, good. I just kind of thought it was like, when in doubt, I'm picking the SEC and the Big 12 over the Big 10 this year. Um, and this is definitely one of those games where I thought, eh, it could go either way. But I think Auburn is kind of going to spank them. I think that they win by like eight, personally. But, you know. Obviously, I nah. could be very wrong.
1: Yeah, I like them here for sure.
0: All righty. Uh, you guys want to move to the West?
1: Let's get to the West. Let's keep rolling.
0: Alrighty. righty. Um, like I said earlier, I personally think that the West is the strongest of the regions. Um, I love all one, two, three, and 4 seeds in this uh, region. I think this is probably uh, the hardest to pick upsets if you are... Um, because Kansas could uh, is definitely a title contender. Uh, UConn is in the Ken Palm; they fit that stat of being in the Ken top thirty defense, top twenty five offense. They're very, very good. And personally, right yep. now, I have UConn making the final four. Um, I think they're it's a super trendy pick. I know, but I think that they're very, very good. And that that loss to Texas really scares me with Kansas. Uh, so I I kind of have them going to the final four, but. I also am really excited for a potential Gonzaga UCLA uh, rematch. Um, I think that this region rocks, um, and those four teams. I, I just feel really bad that they're all in the same bracket because they all could be elite eight or final four bound.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I've got, I've got uh, title futures on the top three seeds in this region. Um, I, Which kind of sucks because I know two of them are going to lose, so that's not great. But uh, I'm with you, Devitt. I've got UConn hitting the Final Four here. Um, I think Kansas is going to be great, but them meeting up in a Sweet 16 matchup is going to be crazy. Um, again, strictly looking at Basketball Power Index, um, UConn's a better team. And Kansas is very streaky. Um, it's difficult to go back to back championships in this day and age. Um, I've got a Utah or a Yukon and Gonzaga elite eight. Um, I think UCLA and Gonzaga is going to for sure happen. Um, but I don't see UCLA being able to move past a stretch of injuries. Um, it's been tough. And I think them making the sweet 16 alone is going to be tough for them. Uh, but. Like I said, three future. I got futures on the top three seeds in this region to win the whole tournament. It's a lot stronger than people like to think. Um, but I don't think UConn's a trendy pick at all. I really like them coming out of the out of the East here or
2: the West. I mean, call me crazy, but my biggest standout pick for this Western Conference here, give me VCU. Going to the Sweet 16 over UConn. Sheesh! Let's ride. That's another 12 seed I'm loving. Holy shit. Yeah, um, just had to throw that one out there real quick before we get into it.
0: I, I do love that you picked that Sterling because like I said in, in the last region, uh, I also picked VCU to beat St. Mary's in the first round. Uh, I obviously don't think that they'll beat UConn because I have them in my final four. Uh, but I think St. Mary's is a little, slightly overrated. Uh, I know they're uh, co-champions with Gonzaga uh, in their division, but um, outside of that, their their win against Gonzaga, they haven't looked extremely strong, and I think VCU is a very, very, very strong 12 seed. Uh, so I do love that pick. Good job, Sterling. Uh, I think VCU is probably the most likely of the 12 seeds to get a first-round W and make the round of 32.
2: I mean, both teams, that's going to be a great game to watch, too. They Both teams carry uh, very nice true shooters. So I'm, I'm very curious to know how what that spread is going to look like for this game. I might just look it up real quick just to, just to dabble in. VCU is um, plus four. Super excited. Plus four. Okay. Interesting. So I
1: honestly agree. I also picked VCU to be one of the few upsets i have in this region um they're really good defense they can shoot the lights out they're really good at pressuring offenses they're good at making turn or causing turnovers um st mary's is not a bad squad don't get me wrong i think they could definitely win this thing um
0: shadow aiden mahaney of Campolindo high school for betting he's a dog for st mary's
1: I think, betting-wise, VCU plus four here is a pretty good look. Um, if you want to take them in your bracket, so be it. Um, but, yeah, I, I like them as one of the few upsets I have in this. Um, There's one other matchup in this region I want to talk about that Devitt kind of mentioned earlier that I really think could be a possible possibility here. I have Boise State upsetting Northwestern in the first round. I am not convinced on the Northwestern hype train. I think they've had a good stretch at the end of the season. Um, I just, I don't think they could put together a solid, consistent effort here. Um, and again, this could be another home court advantage type deal. Cause this game's also in Sacramento. Boise's not too far of a drive. The, the little Idahoans or whatever they are can make their way over um i think boise state's got the recipe here and i think they're also currently favorited on the books um oh no they are plus one and a half so basically pick them if you want to look at it that way uh but i don't hate boise state pulling out will technically be an upset here. They are pretty close in basketball power index rankings. Um, a little bit of a better record than Northwestern,
0: uh, 56% true shooting for Boise state too. They're coming it's, in a little cold. Uh, Northwestern's 51.
1: Cold. Yeah. They, I mean, when Boise state gets it, they get it and they get, they can play good ball. Uh, but I will say they have had losses in three of their last five. Um, So it's kind of a gamble there. They're coming in a little cold, but... I think they could come in here making some noise. Uh, I mean, Northwestern's really only got their defense going for them. They're not a great offensive team, uh, but defense is the best offense. So take with that what you will. Kind of, sort of, but they don't have a consistently good offense.
0: Fair enough. Um, I just don't think that that's, that's the... Uh, Mountain West team to get a first round W in my eyes. I think that the, uh, that they they lose first round personally. But it'll be close.
1: It'll be close, yeah. I mean it's either way you slice it, I think they could pull it off, but you know it uh it's it's tough. We'll see. In
0: my eyes. Um I also had the the hardest time picking uh this bracket because I do think UConn gets out of it um, if they win their first round matchup, which is very important because that Iona squad with Rick Patino as their head coach is, uh, is a very, very, very sketchy round one game. Um, if UConn wins that first game, I think that they go to the final four, uh, but it's just really tough uh, <laughs> picking them all the way because uh, Rick Pitino has quite the record uh in in the tournament and is very successful um and this is probably his best Iona team he's had ever uh so uh, i'm a little scared uh with my Yukon pick um it makes me kind of want to switch it up a little bit um because that round 1 matchup is going to be a tough one um but i think Yukon uh, does get out of the final four i just wanted to highlight that game a little bit
2: no absolutely I feel like there's always one team that that really shocks everyone in the first round. Do you do you guys believe Yukon is a 4 seed that can shock everyone's bracket over any other team?
0: I think they're going to the final four. I'm I'm with Jay Billis.
2: But yeah. Yeah, yeah. With the with the with the strength of their position out of out of a 1 through 4 seeds. I, I do feel that UConn definitely has the toughest matchup for being a four seed out of everyone else in the in the bracket. But I mean all power to you, man. What do we got? You said Elite Eight. I think final UConn's four? going to the
0: final four. I could I could change it later I because of that Iona matchup. Four. But as of right now, as of recording, I feel pretty solid with UConn going to the final four. Who do you guys have in the final four in this in this bracket? Am I the only one who's crazy? Am I the only one taking at UConn?
1: No, I have UConn. You do have UConn. I've got a uh, UConn playing Texas, and then you're gonna hate me for this one, Debit. I've got uh, Alabama playing Marquette.
0: Oof.
2: Oh, we're almost we're almost the same beer. I have um. Texas and Kansas. I fucking love Kansas again this year. Run it back. Uh, and then Bama and Marquette on the other side. Fair enough.
0: I do. Um, I do have Texas and UConn. And then I have uh, Bama playing Memphis.
2: Ooh, I have Memphis going for Haley Really?
0: Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that division really quick. The last thing I wanted to say uh, about the West division is um, – of the play in tournament games, um there's normally one team who does get a round one win after they win a round of sixty-four. And I am praying to God, and I think it's the most likely outcome that ASU beats Nevada and then has a round one matchup win against TCU. Personally, I know i, I know we're all we're both super we're all three of us are super biased, but of the play in teams, I think that they have the best matchup for who they would uh, eventually play. Um, and I think that they have the ability to beat TCU in around one matchup. Granted, they get by Nevada. Could you imagine? Could you imagine
2: GCU is able to knock off Gonzaga and we have a rematch? It would be
0: hilarious. However, uh, oh. Gonzaga is probably the most slept on three seed in the country. Uh, they're a lot better than people th- uh, are giving them credit for right now. Um, I. It doesn't look great that they're co-champions with St. Mary's, but Gonzaga's still good. Uh, Give them them a long look when filling out your brackets.
1: No, absolutely. Um, I agree. I do think ASU has the best chance out of any of the four play-in teams um, to win a first-round game. Uh, But one team I don't think we should ignore is the winner of that Pitt Mississippi State game against Iowa State? I think if Pitt wins that game, i Iowa State's been wildly inconsistent this whole season. Um, they yeah. lost, truth be told, they lost me a good amount of picks for this company, this program. Shout out and I'm shout out Swamp Ass. Um, I mean, if Pitt. I have Pitt winning that game, and I think Pitt could definitely come in and make some noise and potentially upset Iowa State here. Um, but at the same time, uh, I think ASU, again, still has the best chance. I TCU's been really good coming into this tournament, uh, to be honest with you. They've got wins against Kansas and Texas this year, uh, two wins against Kansas State. Um, You know, TCU's not to be ignored here. Um, but I think the Sun Devils could have the recipe to get that upset. Uh, let's go Devils. But who knows? Let's go Devils.
2: Let's go Devs.
0: All righty. Let's move to the East. Um, let's examine. I think that this one breeds chaos. I, I know you said that this, uh, that this is probably your favorite bracket beer, but I totally disagree. I think that these are the most volatile uh, one, two, threes, and fours I've ever seen. Like, it's it's nuts. Purdue is, Purdue is hobbling. Edie, Edie's great. He's going to get 30 in the paint. Uh, but against that Memphis team, I don't know. They're really hot. Um, and Marquette, I again, I understand that they are the best uh, offensive team in the country. But, you know, the of Smart uh, aspect, don't love that. Uh, and you know, they got a few tough games. Uh, Kentucky is a really underrated six seed. Um, I don't love Providence. Um, I honestly don't love a lot of teams in this, um, region. Uh, but I do love the 12 seed Oral Roberts, like everyone in the country. Um, I was on them months ago and my text can prove it. Uh, Lucas beer thought that they weren't making the tournament. a few
1: I, months back. I was, I was on crack or something.
0: You didn't think that you were making the I tournament. I, I, I had to vouch for them. Um, I really, really, really wish that they weren't playing Duke. If they were playing any other five seed, I would have them. Uh, I would no doubtedly have them winning two games. Um, because you know, it's the same, it's the same squad that they had two years ago, but now they're all older and senior guards, uh, love that team. Uh, it's just Duke's really hot. Uh, if Duke, same, same kind of uh, thought process with me that I had with UConn. If Duke wins that first round matchup, I think they make the Final Four out of out of the East. Uh, but I just don't think that they win the first round uh, against Oral Roberts.
1: Yeah, um, Oral Roberts is currently sitting plus six and a half on the spread. Um, I I could very well see that if they if they can beat Oral Roberts, yeah, they can. Definitely make the final four. For sure the Elite Eight. I have them in my Elite Eight. Um But if Duke goes ice cold from three, which they can tend to do and have this season a few times, uh the Oral Roberts could definitely uh start a sweat down there in Carolina. Um but yeah. Uh I've got Duke and Marquette in my Elite Eight. I just I really like Marquette this year. I know that offense is everything, and Shaka Smart's not necessarily a defensive guy, so that worries me a tad. Um, but I think Marquette will beat Vermont easy. USC's not been great; they're having injury issues. I do uh, think Kentucky. USC wins first I'm one, still though. not sold on them. They're a good six seed. Oh yes, I have USC winning, beating Michigan State in the upset. Um, but I. Yeah, Marquette's going to beat USC second round. I have Marquette beating Kentucky uh, Sweet 16. I don't see Kentucky doing too well. They started really bad this season. They had a solid ending second half of the season, but the way Marquette's been playing, they're just going to keep rolling. I have Marquette in my final four. That's who I have coming out. of. It's a a safe bet.
0: I I personally have Memphis. I have Memphis playing Kentucky. Um, I I just like that Kentucky's playing. Kind of the same thing as Duke. They finished the year a little bit stronger. Uh, and you know it's hard to pick against Cal- uh, Calipari. I love him. Um, another reason why I don't love Duke, by the way, is the is the first uh, the first year head coach uh, curse. Not a huge fan of it. Uh, it's definitely something to consider. Um, not a lot of first year head coaches uh, are super successful in the tournament, um, and that is a deadly twelve seed draw um, for those Dukies. Um, but again, if if they win the f- uh, if Duke wins. Their first round matchup, I think that they go to the final four, and if not, I think it's Memphis because I think Purdue's volatile. I think uh, Memphis can outshoot Edie in the paint, so that's my personal thoughts on on the East. I just don't love the East. I think Tennessee is really weak for, um, and I have uh, Kansas State losing to Montana State in the first round, so I just really don't. Lo- I just don't don't love this division. Yeah, so I also do. Not a huge fan of the East. Ah. see this is this is why
2: the east is fun and i kind of agree with you beer it's one of my favorites just because there's so many different teams that like you can see a winner on both sides um this is going to be a real toss-up piece of the bracket where you're kind of just like really shivering on who the hell is going to win this i i to start Totally agree with you, David. Memphis, love them. They're looking hot. Um, definitely see them taking down Purdue in the second round. Um, I do have them playing Marquette in the Elite Eight. And speaking of Marquette, they that offense just has me in wow with them. I see them going very far. Um, obviously, like I mentioned before, they're in, in my Final Four. But one team that really stands out for me is Providence, and I am swinging against both of you. Uh, I do think they're going to upset Kentucky. Number one, Providence, 11 seeds they've had. They're known to have success in the tournament. No, Providence is not as good as they were last year, but they they got two big men that can play well against Kentucky's size and definitely give them a run for their money. I think this is going to come down to the wire. I wouldn't be surprised if Providence wins this game, and I would have them winning in the second round, taking them taking them to the Sweet 16 against Marquette, with of course Marquette winning that one. Um, but yeah, like I said in the beginning, this is just a bra- this piece of the bracket is just very toss up. Many teams can win. Uh, there's not very huge favorites where you feel comfortable with. Um, so yeah, that's what makes this one very I'm with fun.
0: You. This is definitely the most chaotic region. Um.
2: Also, another sleeper pick is uh. I have no reason why besides Tennessee loves to kick themselves. Um, I don't see them making it past the first round. I see Louisiana oh, taking this one. Um, it's going to be a very. Totally nice
0: disagree. Um, I yeah yeah I Whoa, I okay. love uh the fading tennessee bandwagon uh they've limped into the uh into the tournament uh but louisiana is probably the most uh overrated 13 seed like ever uh they're way overseeded they should be a 15 or a 16 in my eyes um their numbers just aren't great um even though tennessee is is, uh, is limping i i just don't i i think tennessee boat races in the first round but I do have Oral Roberts winning two games currently. I have them beating Duke and beating Tennessee.
2: We'd have to disagree or agree to disagree there. But I'd love to see that one. And that, that was another one too with Oral Roberts. Not, I, I just really don't know how to feel with them either. Yeah, they're not brand new to this. And they've done this before where they've made a run to the Sweet 16. Um, or whatever it was, but i I don't think it's gonna happen again this year i I mean Duke, yeah they they're no slouch, they've picked their shit up here at the end. I don't see them losing oral Roberts
0: Totally fair. um I did want to also uh talk about a quick point uh when you brought up the Providence, Kentucky matchup uh also uh, an interesting little fold into that uh was Providence's probably best player. Uh, transferred from Kentucky to Providence and kicked ass this year and now gets to play against Calipari who didn't play him uh, in in his first year at Kentucky. So that that's a fun little, uh, little aspect of that game and I'm sure the broadcast will bring it up multiple times. Um, so if you're choosing Providence over Kentucky, it'll it, it's not a terrible pick.
2: Yeah, chip on the shoulder kind of night for Providence and especially, uh, what is his name blank in here, but yeah, Coach. he's, he's coming okay. for some revenge. No, 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 no. Ah. The transfer.
0: Um. But yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of my thoughts. Uh, my final four, uh, Bama uh, versus Memphis, Texas versus UConn and Texas taking out Bama in the national championship. What do you guys have?
2: Let me run this back. We got Bama versus Marquette. Bama taking that one. Uh, Texas taking the game against Kansas. And I got Texas beating Bama in the championship. That'll be super nice to watch.
1: Yeah. Um, I got Bama playing Marquette. Bama winning that one. And Texas playing UConn. I got Texas winning that one, and then I got Bama beating Texas in the title game in a close one. Um, to possibility to be changed, but that's what that's what I'm liking like right now.
0: We got we got a we got a good mix. We're we're, we're mostly on the same page, uh, which is a good thing. Um, but it's good to have a good mix because none of our brackets are going to be perfect. Um, so. We'll see who's who's the uh, who's the closest.
2: I, I love, I love that nobody has Houston in the Final Four. Thank God.
0: I, it again that really Can't scares me because they've been the best team all year. Uh, outside, outside of Bama, who beat them in a very 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 close game. Um, they've been the best team all year, and they just kind of scream like that that like that Baylor squad from a couple years back. Um, but that uh, that potential Houston Texas one one two seed matchup will be awesome if if it gets to be played.
2: Oh yeah electric for sure absolutely.
0: Do you guys have any uh, any final thoughts for uh, this bracket uh, before we wish all the people the best of luck in filling out uh, uh, theirs Trust your gut this is true. CYG, baby. Um,
1: as always, fate the public, because public's wrong like 60, 70% of the time. Um, trust your gut. Make sure to look at all the angles, the basketball power index, books, lines, because Vegas always knows. Um, I mean, just, you know, trust your gut, make some money whether that be in a bracket or sports betting, even though we don't, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not a gambling show. So don't, don't take any betting advice from us. Um, but other than that, let's, let's, let's have a hell of a March, huh? Let's have fun with this. It's this going to be a good one. It's going to be a
0: fun Thursday through Sunday. I'm very excited for my bracket to be busted on about noon Thursday.
2: Yep. Talking Wednesday, Wednesday through Sunday. This we is true. See our boys in,
0: The most important game is on Wednesday. Let's go Devs. Yes, sir. Go Devs. All right. Uh, That about does it for me. You guys good?
1: Should be all set. Let's uh, get back together soon here and talk about these first few rounds.
0: Sounds great. Uh, We'll probably uh, do a podcast probably on Monday um, if you guys are free. Uh, but uh, good luck to, to everybody listening. Uh, use some of advice, uh, our advice, not all of it. Uh, find your angles. Uh, with, I wish you all the best of luck, and have a good one. See you at the window. Let's have a great weekend.